Lots of things go better together. Hockey, food, golf, peanut butter and jelly, Gojo and Golik, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. What? But if you really want to take things to the next level, drink some Labatt Blue Lights with your friends and live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer, Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Gojo with Mike Golick Jr. and Brandon Newman, presented by DraftKings. Thank you to Michael Holly. We got one division left in the NFL. We'll have the NFC East coming up for you guys on Friday. We'll have Ross Tucker, one of our teammates here at DraftKings, former NFL offensive lineman, going to come by and join us, beef this thing up as we head into the final home stretch. For preseason football so hell yeah that'll be a wrap on that very excited to that but uh brandon before we get to this that and the third today uh the one other thing that really popped up because we're kind of at this point now where it's basically injury watch in the nfl and i know everyone's right. getting set for a lot of fantasy football drafts we'll probably have someone on next week to talk a little bit more about that i, I think right now in the nfl it's pretty clear we're heading into the last preseason games coming up and now a three-week preseason that we know the nfl has major league baseball is coming down the home stretch and then we've got this going on in the world of golf so while all of that is kind of business as usual golf throws a ringer of a headline here brandon um tiger woods and rory mcelroy are launching a tech infused golf league partnership with the pga tour that's going to have players on six three-man teams competing in 15 regular season matches with a playoff starting in January of 2024. The new league is the Tiger Golf League, TGL, is going to have two-hour, 18-hole matches on virtual courses. They're going to be on prime times on Monday nights. So again, think January through April on Monday nights. And they're going to be matches in a custom-made, yet-to-be-determined, or custom-made venue at a yet-to-be-determined location. So think like um, like a normal screen you'd have for a golf simulator, but there's also a big putting area and chipping area that they would actually use for shots like that closer to the green. So Brandon, this seems to be yet another one of those innovations that's been born out of the PGA's response, and we know. Tiger and Rory have been two of the guys at the front of the line with their hand up saying, nah, this live golf sh- golf stuff is not it. This seems to be yet another response to that. I don't understand how Rory McIlroy and Tiger Woods buying a Top Golf and deciding to put it on TV is going to do is a is a answer to the Live Golf tour. Like, could you help help me wrap my mind around the fact that the and also is this what they were meeting about this like this Dave and Buster's golf league that they wanted to start? So I can't imagine that's the case. Now Tiger and Rory are also um, partnering with a sports tech group called Tomorrow Sports that sounds like it could mimic some of the stuff that like LeBron and company have had with Spring Hill and uh, and Uninterrupted, where it's a right, company okay. focused on tech and sports coming together and giving athletes some interesting opportunities. They haven't fully fleshed out what else is going to go on with that. But Brandon, this is all about one thing because it's not about 
competition with Liv. That's still going to be, you know, the PGA and, and what they believe is going right. on with changes that are also happening there. This is golf actually trying to do something normal and out of the normal run of when they have their... They want to break into the rest of the week a little bit, and they know they've got the number one thing you need to do that because Rory McIlroy had the statement that for me was the eye-opener as to why they think this can work. Rory McIlroy said, who knows when we're going to see Tiger Woods play golf next, right? We don't know what his schedule is going to be on the tour going forward. We don't know how his body's going to be. But to be able to see him still showcase his skills on prime time on TV without really any wear and tear on his body, I think to be able to see hit Tiger Woods hit golf shots and to still provide people with a glimpse of his genius, I think it's a really good use of his time. Woods called it the next evolution within professional golf. Brandon, these guys know that Tiger Woods is a legit narcotic when it comes to the casual fans' interest in golf. And that 9 mm-hmm. out of 10 times if Tiger's involved in something golf-related... People are going to think about tuning in. Now, this is probably going to need another leg up. Like, I'd imagine one of their early calls is to Sir Charles Barkley to try and say, hey, you're probably not doing much on Monday night. You know, I shouldn't say that. NBA's got plenty going on in that portion of the year, but we could probably squeeze you in for some of these Monday nights, at least a few of them, right, to go ahead and have that value. Because the one thing the match made clear is anything that dude touches turns to gold. Hell, you could put him in J.J. Watt if J.J.'s in the offseason in that booth, and it would probably be a pretty entertaining form of this. But, Brandon, that's what they're banking on, is that what we've seen in the world of golf is every one of us is hanging on the very last thought that Tiger Woods could still go out and accomplish something. So if he's playing somewhere, I think they're betting on people will at least give it a try at the beginning. Do they know the TV rights still? Like, where is only Tiger Woods fans' uh, golf league going to be broadcast? Because I feel like the people at Holy Moly at ABC, they've worked really hard to kind of corner the market on uh, different fun golf. So this feels like a – obviously, it's not a real competition. I'm saying it in jest, but still – So uh, the CEO of Tomorrow Sports, Mike McCarley, the company that they're working with, said that they hope to televise the matches and that fans will be able to bet on the matches where it is legal as the PGA Tour players compete for actual purses in this also. So this is, um, they also said, McElroy said the former president of the Golf Channel approached him about forming the league. Uh, That was McCarley, sorry. So all that is to say, Brandon, they want to put it on TV. There's going to be real money in it with the players. There's going to be very little wear and tear. Like, this is very much a post-pandemic version of sports where you feel like you can do this somewhat virtually in a way that's not going to tax these right. guys overly. But since this whole live golf experience has turned into one big dick measuring contest over who can offer the most money, they're figuring that that along with maybe a bit of added exposure, because the one thing is if you put this on TV, if you actually can get this on the golf channel or on one of the network partners for golf and convince them that you can sell ad space in this because you've got the backing of Tiger Woods and because it sounds like it's going to be a little more bright, a little more fun, a little more something that might appeal to younger fans who are looking for something to do in the NFL's offseason, maybe then you become already more visible than Live Golf League is, right? We've talked that's largely a place where you go and get paid and then you disappear off the face of the earth, at least as far as relevance for what you're doing and competing in. So all this, Brandon, to me, just kind of goes back to this idea that while I do not, I want to be 100% clear, do not give Phil Mickelson and the folks at Live Golf credit for saying that they did this to try and leverage it against the PGA Tour and to get them to change. 
They did this because that league is offering damn near nine figures to anybody who can still swing a golf club and was at one point relevant in the sport. But one of the side effects of this has been the PGA looking internally and doing some self-scout and figuring out what they can do better. We've already heard about that limited field in-season tournament with increased purses. You've now got this coming up with increased purses. You've got Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy working very publicly together, the two guys who have been the most vocal critics of this. And so while I do not think it was the initial goal of this, and while we should still all look at live golf through a side eye because we know where the money's coming from, there's no doubt it's had an effect on the PGA. And there's no doubt that the players inside the PGA who have remained with that group are going to benefit from this financially and it seems like otherwise at this point. Yeah, I think it's clear that they're going to benefit from those things, the increased purses, the the smaller uh, smaller uh, competitions, but this Zoom golf thing, I'll quote Patrick Mahomes when he's talking about Justin Herbert when he was golfing uh, CenturyLink last year. I believe it when I see it. Or I'll see it when I believe it. I think he messed it up on purpose, but I'll see it when I believe it. It's going to be interesting to see how they do this in real time to see if they can create enough interesting around it. Because like you said, holy moly's got Steph Curry. It's got Rob Riggle and Rob Riggle and Joe Tess. Like you've got designed comedic relief in all these areas. That's why I said who they put in the booth's going to matter for this. If they think mm-hmm. to include some of those potential star players in some aspects of this from other sports, it's just something interesting to keep an eye on. But They've definitely been working on things as a direct result of what we've seen going on with Live Golf. But Brandon, you know what you need out on the golf course, even if you're playing inside in some weird Tiger Woods, Rory McIlroy virtual top golf uh, business. What's that, Coach Joe? Brandon, you need knock around sunglasses, and mm. I'm so glad that they've come aboard this podcast. I'm so glad that people have accepted knockaround into their life because of this podcast. Again, we love everyone who sent us a picture of them rocking out in their knockarounds, feeling good, looking good, playing good. It's all any of us can ever hope for here. And that's the best part about this is you can do both with knockaround. They are polarized sunglasses that cost right around $30 a pair. They are affordable and you're still going to look good. And part of that is because you have choice in that matter. There's over a billion possible combinations in the knockaround custom shop. You can do a variety of colors on the front, the arms, the lenses, the logo color, all the above. They are lightweight, they have great clarity, and they have a rubber nose to ensure no slip, slide, or bounce. They are high-quality polarized sunglasses at a truly affordable price, and right now, our listeners can get 20% off. That's right. Already affordable, we're going to help you out even more because we care about you. Just go to knockaround.com, enter code GOJO for at checkout for 20% off. Again, that's promo code GOJO, G-O-J-O, for 20% off at checkout at knockaround.com. All right, Brandon, now that we've got people looking good, feeling good, and playing good, do you know what time it is? The best thing about being a woman is the prerogative to have a little fun, yeah. Oh, 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 totally crazy. Forget I'm a lady. This, that, and the third. Oh, 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 really go wild now. Do it in a style. Oh, 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 I want to be free, yeah. Feel the way I feel. Man, this, that, and the third. Dun, 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 dun. Listen, effort, effort and energy, man. 
It's like we've yes, learned on Hard Knocks. You can overcome a lot with effort and enthusiasm as the foundation. If you make a mistake, you made it at 100 miles an hour, Brandon. That is all we care about. Yes. So, Brandon, Thank let's you. get to this. Speaking of making mistakes at 100 miles an hour, Rex Ryan Ooh. is set to join the upcoming season of The Amazing Race. I believe it is season 34 of The Amazing Race. Rex Ryan, the former NFL head coach, is going to head out there with his golfing buddy slash probation officer. Now, I think this is a probation officer, not Rex Ryan's <laughs> probation officer, which feels like a worthy caveat to this conversation. I don't know. It feels like some good bonding time, and also like it's a good time to let you know your probation officer would always know where you are if you're doing the amazing race with them. It's very true. It's a very easy way to check in constantly. So they're going to be on the Amazing Race season 20, uh, 34. It starts September 24, 21st. They're going to be one of 12 teams. They're also competing against a pair of long-lost twins, a pair of former NFL cheerleaders, ballroom dancers, and the usual crop of people. We've seen athletes on the show before, Brandon, a lot of reality TV stars. But, man... Rex Ryan, I have to say, just based on what we've seen publicly, who was the star of Hard Knocks with the Jets back in the day, obviously yep. was a teammate of mine at ESPN for quite some time, seems mm -hmm. like a, a good guy to be around. I don't know if he is the NFL head coach that I would want to spend every waking minute with as a part of the Amazing Race. Mike, I can't wait to see it. Like, it's, it's, it's not necessarily Tom Brady to the Mass Singer, which also could have been false, but let's not talk about that until it's real. Uh, I can't wait to see Rex Ryan in those veneers and his buddy that he golfs with running around the country doing God knows what for God knows what. I, I, I would have – I think it would have been more fun to see – him with Bob Ryan or one of his others, like like somebody else in the in the lexicon of of the Ryans in football, but his golf buddy seems like it's seems like it's going to be a really a really good choice. It's all about the relationships, as we heard from Michael Holly. It is. This is a, a relationships business. So Brandon, it got me thinking of a much more important question, which is. Well, I am excited to watch the highlights of this because realistically, I'm probably not going to watch The Amazing Race for what would be the first time in my life just because Rex Ryan's on there. I know the good stuff's going to make it to Twitter. True. But it got me to thinking, if you could pick an NFL head coach, and we'll go active NFL head coach, and a rea competition reality TV show to do with that coach, which coach and which reality TV show? Ooh, competition reality TV show? Because like my, See, I, I asked I, my I, brother and... Heath, I thought this was interesting. Cliff Kingsbury in The Amazing Race. Most of that just feels like it's for the eye candy, but also yes. very mellow and laid back. You're probably going to fade in the second half of the season a little bit when teams start to figure out right. your offense, but pleasant company, going to look good all the time. You're going to end up looking like that picture of uh, that meme of him and Steve Carell going around from Crazy Stupid Love, but that's oh, yes. cost doing business. So originally when we were thinking about this, I was like, it'd be funny to see... Uh, undercover boss, one of these NFL head coaches on Undercover Boss, like like Sean McVay working the the uh, the concession stands no. at, at SoFi Stadium. Brandon, I promised the coach you could do it with so easily as Zach Taylor for the Cincinnati Bengals. Yes. He was in the oh, Super Bowl no last year, and I could not pick him out of a lineup. Yes. Zach Taylor seems like a nice enough man. He looks like a stock character on Wii. Like, when you have to start he building does. him from scratch, that is Zach Taylor. I still could not pick him out of a lineup, so he'd be perfect for Undercover Boss. Yeah, the the only the only cop I see is like a uh, he looks like an evolved version of Tommy Reese in the Digimon. <laughs> like, the, 
Oh no, that is that's Tommy Reese with the added benefit of years. That's exactly what it is. You get all the football now. You give though. him the football stone, and he evolves into Zach Taylor. Hey, did you mind get slept on, bro? That was so good back in the day. Um, but yeah, that, that's that's where my mind goes. Like, I, obviously, seeing one of the the coaches on like Top Chef would be awesome. Like, I'm trying to think who who's really into culinary. Like, I would love to see Mike Tomlin on Top Chef. Like him, like hearing Gordon Ramsay chopping. He's like, hey, hey, hey. Now you're talking to me now. All right, now I know what I got to do. <laughs> Listen, we will break we, we will defend every blade of grass in this kitchen. The standard is the standard when it comes to this kitchen. <laughs> he would have he would have the greatest quotes in the history of that kitchen, bar none. The other one I just thought of, Brandon, Sean McVay in Fast Money on Family Feud would be lights Ooh. out. Photographic memory, yes. a guy who lives to yes. build himself up and prepare for these on-air TV moments, and just oh the way gosh. his mind operates, he would be perfect for Fast Money. The, the McVeigh family, it would be like McVeigh first, whoever, whatever girl he's dating, which would be fun for the eye candy thing. And then you know, whoever else is in the family. Well, like, I that feel would like be with the McVeigh family, you could do the McVeigh coaching tree. You could either start that off with Ooh, like the Shanahan love, okay. coaching tree and put him yes. and Kyle and all those guys together that have sprouted off that one since their time in Washington. I, I like that a lot. Okay, how about this? This last part, and this goes into to your life. What is the best NFL head coach for The Bachelor? I mean, it would probably be Cliff. Cliff seems like the easy. There is currently, Stop. by the way, on this season of The Bachelorette, there is, uh, um, I believe, an analyst or an assistant coach from Texas Tech who was on this season. He's not still Ooh, in the nice. show, but he was on this season. But, Mike, I think you're being a little bit shallow, like shallow how. I think you need to rewatch that film. It's The Bachelor. We're not talking about just... Okay, but we're not talking about just how cute because I think Cliff Kingsbury is a little dry in his interviews. I don't think the ladies would enjoy that. I'm thinking I'm talking about a personality. I'm talking about even getting Pete Carroll back out there. Like I I, I wanna see <laughs> I wanna see some some vibe, some vibe, some feist, some bite. I wanna Pete hear a Car- quote. You know Pete what I mean? Carroll Cliff would Kingsbury's be the best give us a seventy year old bachelor in the history of the known universe. I would ask I would absolutely sign up for Pete Carroll on that. I don't know if Pete Carroll's married or not or what his status is there, so I don't want to certainly offend his yeah. loved ones. But if all these coaches were single, Pete Carroll would be right there up on the list. Hey, Dad, what do you do when you're out with friends? The waiter comes up and tries to take everybody's order, but the whole table freezes up, and everyone's looking at each other trying to find some help. Mm, that's a great question. So what, what should I do? You should have some confidence, Dad, or as our friends at Jägermeister call it, shotfidence. If everyone's having trouble ordering, here's what you do. You take charge, you grab the bull by the horns, you find that dog in you, and you make an executive decision. And just order for the table a round of ice-cold Jägermeister shots. Damn, that's cold. Because apparently, we've all been drinking Jägermeister wrong. Did not know that. How should we be drinking it? Glad you asked, Dad. We should be drinking it ice-cold at zero degrees Fahrenheit. Well, that brings up other things that I love ice cold as well. And I'll tell you right out of the gate, that's going to be a candy bar pulled out of the freezer. That's my way of eating candy. Oh, I love it. On the golf course out there, you get to the turn in the middle of the round there and you get to that little clubhouse there and they've always got the candy bar options. And I always see they've usually got a little box of them in the freezer and it always makes it better on a hot day out on the golf course, taking a bite of that cold, cold chocolate and getting ready to go for the rest of my round. It's the same way with Jägermeister. So wherever you are, if you're hanging out with friends at the bar, call the shots. Cheers with ice cold shots of Jägermeister. Damn, that's cold. 
And remember to check out Jägermeister at www.draftkingsxjägermeister.com. Remember, drink responsibly. Jägermeister liqueur, 35% alcohol by volume. Imported by Mast Jägermeister US, White Plains, New York. Brandon, I only have, I think these two would be the most fun for me though. I want to take every NFL head coach. I want to bring back Tyra Banks and I want to have them compete on America's Next Top Model. Because if you want to talk about a show that has not aged well, where psychological warfare was the currency of choice, the things they did to those women on that show were awful. And I feel like like NFL head coaches are the only group of people that you could convince that that kind of psychological warfare in competition on a day-to-day basis is something that they crave. It's funny that you bring that up because I find myself defending America's Next Top Model the way I defend football to people who don't know. Like, all these clips that are getting circulated around Tyra Banks just, like, reaming people and stuff like that, that wasn't an everyday thing. That was or never an every week thing. That was, like, once a season. There was a lot of seasons of those, and they highlighted the worst and the ugliest part. How ironic. The ugliest part of America's Next Top Model is what they're highlighting in 2022 to try to bring it back. Mike, that was a show that brought us Takara, the first plus-size model, and, and a bunch of other ones to come. Like, there were some groundbreaking things in there. That, that show taught me how to take pictures, Mike. I don't want to come at America's Next Top Model because it was a great show. If I would like to see all the coaches on it, that's a, that's an interesting caveat. I, I I just think that that version of competition for those guys, once they got over the initial shock and some of them grappled with traditional mo- notions of masculinity that they were going against, Bill Belichick probably would get himself thrown off pretty early on in this. I think oh, it would yeah, be great. Definitely. And listen. We can all criticize the things that we love here. Because I had a younger sister, I think I watched no less than 18 cycles of America's Next Top Model. So I understand where you're coming from. And it's a place of love where I can say some of that shit was wild fucked up. The other thing that I would throw in there because we are a hard knock show, Dan Campbell and the World's Strongest Man is an absolute no-brainer. Yes. I, I love it. And I was I was doing my best not to bring Dan Campbell up because I just feel like it's top of mind and so easy. But we're seeing a lot of them, and I enjoy every inch of it I'm seeing. Yeah. That, and I know that sounds – I mean, you've said a lot of really suspect stuff in the last couple of days as we were doing edible glizzy straws, so this isn't overly surprising. But to put Dan Campbell up there – got Brandon, I was going back and looking at the list of former World's Strongest Man winners – and to see Dan Campbell up there with the likes of Marius Pujanowskis, Phil Fister, Zadrina Zaviskis, uh, Brian Shaw, it was just a back and forth between those two for a long time. Eddie, Thaw- Eddie Hall, uh, Thor ha- uh, Half Thor Bjornsson, the guy who played the Mountain on Game of Thrones there. Yes. Like, it was just this perfect place where, again, the Dan Campbell that's become a star of Hard Knocks would absolutely be great with the fingers. He'd be awesome with the truck pulls, the Atlas stones. He's yeah. built for it. This is his at, his arena. You know, we, we probably did a disservice by not mentioning professional wrestling in the realm of uh, profession, of like a competition reality show. Brandon, you don't want that crowd coming what? for you. I love you, Brandon. Think it through. You don't want. You don't I'm want just those saying, problems. a lot of NFL coaches would do well. Like I would like to see Dan Campbell f somebody up on you in in, in WWF, WWE. Excuse me, Brandon. A if, A if, AEW. Excuse if you me. call it competition reality, they're gonna come for you, and I care about you. Mike. So I'm gonna move it along so that I don't. Let I'm this not saying it's staged. I'm saying it's a competition reality. Those things aren't aren't fixed. I'm giving it a compliment. Brandon, let's get to that. By the way, at Gojo Show on Twitter, let us know the competition reality show and the NFL head coach that you would combine together for the best possible outcome. 
The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And now that the Boston Celtics have slayed the boogeyman in the Miami Heat, Boston fans, we feel a little bit more confident about the situation. You can decide right now, and if you're new to DraftKings, you can also check this out. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code GOJO. That's code GOJO for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. That's 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Brandon, uh, speaking of outcomes, we got word from Daniel Ricciardo himself, the Formula One driver formerly, formerly of the McLaren team, who said that mm-hmm. after this season, the two will be parting ways after a mutually agreed upon end of this. Daniel Ricciardo was still under contract. They came to some amicable agreement. But Brandon, for people who came to the sport of Formula One through Drive to Survive, Daniel Ricciardo was the guy that you met first. He's this very gregarious, big personality that a lot of people thought had the potential to one day be the face of the sport back when we were watching that in season one before we knew the good teams weren't really on the show yet until season two and everything that went into that. But uh, like most things with this sport, it seems to come down to, one, what does your team make as far as a car? And two, your teammate who ends up usually being your biggest rival because the notion of team over there is wild messed Mm -hmm. up. And he just happens to be driving alongside Lando Norris, who is one of the bright young stars in the sport and someone that McLaren's very excited about. So... Brandon, he seems like an easy candidate for the booth as America is trying to grow its coverage of Formula One. We've got Martin Brindle on hold from Sky Sports, who's going to provide us with a lot of awkward moments when it comes to the racetrack. But I think Daniel Ricciardo's got the personality to just be in front of a camera helping someone cover this sport. So you think he's done completely? I think it seems like it's going to be pretty tough based on performance this year for him to find another team right now. I could be wrong, and I would love to see him back out there. Like He really is just a generally entertaining part of that sport. But the way it sounds like, and the way I've always heard Spencer Hall and Jess Matana talk about it, quite frankly, it seems like maybe this is the time where he just says, I'm going to make the best use of my time with my personality. Damn, I thought this was a, a an apples-to-apples Kevin Durant a situation where I can compare it to a superstar that actually got got out of the team that he wanted to leave. Not but, quite. This one, a little yeah. more performance-based, but nonetheless, A for effort on that one. So we'll see what happens with Daniel Ricciardo. This is sort of the weird part about Formula 1, too, where we've still got part of the season to go here. They've been on their summer break, and now they're going to come back, and you're going to see a lot of these dynamics towards the end of the season where drivers are already eyeing what's going to go on for next season, contract decisions are being made, and you've got some awkward lame duck drivers out there for teams that are going to probably cause a little bit of chaos. So that'll be exciting to keep an eye on. But Brandon, not as exciting as this this weekend, because for the third, I go to this tweet. 
Now, Nebraska and Northwestern are playing a football game in Ireland. Oddly enough, they're playing it at, I think it's called the Viva Stadium, which is a rugby stadium in Ireland where we played, Notre Dame played Navy in 2012 for the first game of my fifth year senior year. Nebraska and Northwestern are playing over there for reasons only known to God, Kevin Warren, and whoever else makes these czar of college football decisions. And Roger Sherman does a great job over at the ringer, tweeted this. So Nebraska's helmets have the very famous red block N. He said, people learning to drive in Ireland have to put a large red N sticker on the back of their car. It stands for novice. It is functionally identical to the Nebraska helmet. So Huskers fans are going to get there and think that there are hundreds of thousands of Irish Nebraska fans over in that country. And Brandon, when you see the visual of it, it certainly looks like a bit more of a knockoff Nebraska end, but it is impossible to deny. And it's right in the spot where an American would put those stickers that either tell people how many kids and dogs they have in cartoon cutout form or where you would put your college. Yeah, that's the, that's the problem with these new Nebraska ends that are just like the aerial font. Like, I feel like they used to be more blocked and more big on the helmet, no? I feel like everything else, man, we've gone for size and speed and we've left behind the traditions that have made us great. It's sad. Also... But I do love, I do love the concept of having to put something on your car when you're a novice driver because the whole concept that you take one test and can basically have a death machine for the rest of your life is 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 a little bit wonky i know we've talked about this a little bit but i like the idea of of letting everyone on on the road know that this person is crazy outside of just a a regular banged up car oh yeah you see a banged up car on the road stay steer clear yep the minute you see it give yourself even a little extra cushion there i'm with you make 16 year olds put a scarlet letter on their car it's only right i understand some of them are sharing with mom and dad so be it If that kid's in the car, Mm -hmm. I'm looking back as someone who enjoyed very much the freedom of driving when I was 16. I'm terrified that they let me on the road. They shouldn't have done that. It was a bad idea. And so at the very least, everyone else needs to be made aware of that. There's a lot of jokes to be made about Nebraska offense and how this might relate to it. I'm going to rise above that because it is a new year for Nebraska football. Casey Thompson, their quarterback coming in. Mark Whipple, their offensive coordinator. It is, this is the gem of week zero which tells you a lot about week zero and why the truest sickos among us are so excited for college football this weekend. So that is going to be great, Brandon. Like Michelle Obama said, when they go low, we go high, Mike. That's it. That's the kind of podcast we want to be around here, Brandon. And we appreciate everyone that's gone low and high with us here at Gojo. Please make sure you download, subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a five-star rating and a review. Again, we'll have our NFC East preview coming up for you guys as we get ready to close out this week. We're very excited and very much looking forward to that. Thanks so much. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow.